0: And a very good evening, everybody. Joe Beningo back with you again. The O oh, The Pain podcast for Memorial Day, Monday, May 30th, 2022. And the Joe Beningo O oh, The Pain podcast uh, Memorial Day special. And what a big uh, Memorial Day it is. Sponsored by Beach Camera, by Hackensack Brewing Company, by KZ Sports Marketing, by Anita Discount Tire, by the Blue Hill Golf Course in Pearl River, New York. And by the sidebar, it is a very, very big and busy sports weekend here in the New York Metropolitan area. We'll get to all of it. We will get to all of it. Of course, the Rangers with a huge Game 7 tonight in the second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs against the Carolina Hurricane in Carolina as they try to break through and uh, beat the Hurricanes in their own building for the first time in these playoffs. The Bruins couldn't do it. The Rangers so far through three games in Carolina have not been able to do what they'll try to break through tonight. We'll get into everything with the baseball. The red-hot New York Mets coming off a weekend sweep of the woeful Philadelphia Phillies. A 5-4 win yesterday. Come from behind to win it in the bottom of the 10th inning on a walk-off base hit by Eduardo Escobar. They're rolling. The Yankees in first place in their division wound up with a four-game split. Over their arch rival, the Tampa Bay Rays down in Tampa, still leading their division by uh, a, a solid five-game margin. So we got a lot to go, lots going on here in the sports world uh, right now in New York. But before we get to the Rangers and the baseball and everything, Game 7 last night in the NBA Eastern Conference Finals, the Celtics on the road, beat Miami 100-96. They will now move on to what's a very appealing NBA final starting on Thursday, Uh, The Celtics and Golden State Warriors game one in Golden State coming up on Thursday night. So, a lot of different things going on as far as the sports world is concerned. But I got to start with Memorial Day. It is a very special day, Memorial Day. And we recognize, we remember the fallen heroes, the veterans uh, that have made this country the greatest country in the world, the country that it is. And in spite of all the nonsense, that's going on right now in this world and in this country, despite the absolute disaster that this administration is, never forget how great our country is. I never forget. My father was a prisoner of war, World War II, uh, uh, Joe Beningo, Sr. You want to call him that? was my father. Uh, he was captured by the Germans at the Battle of the Bulge in, in uh, I believe, it, I guess it was 1944. He was a prisoner of war for nine months. Uh, survived that but it took years off of his life he was a 19 year old kid he survived that that's an unbelievable thing to survive he did but like i said it it wound up costing him in the end he died at a very young age Uh, he's been gone now for uh, a long long time well over uh, well almost 50 years uh, that my father has uh, been gone i guess it's 45 years now right 45 i don't even know 55 i guess it's almost 60 years that my father's gone. He died in 1967, so 55 years ago. Uh, Just unbelievable. But we never forget, and let's remember today, and all those young kids out there, you know, that don't know what Memorial Day is and don't know why today's a holiday, please uh, educate them and let them know what a very special day it is as we honor all the fallen heroes that have made this country great from all the wars, over all the years. And uh, let's let's never, ever forget why uh, uh, we have this holiday and uh, why we honor them here on Memorial Day 2022. All right. As I mentioned, big sports weekend, big deal tonight. Game seven, the Rangers and the Hurricane in Carolina. As we all know, the Carolina Hurricane have not won a game on the road in the playoffs. They have not lost a game at home. In the playoffs, the Rangers will try to break through tonight after their terrific win in Game 6 two nights ago on Sunday night at the Garden, another big night for Igor Shosturkin. What a game Shosturkin had in Game 6. He had 37 saves. He had two assists. He even got a penalty in the game. I mean, I I believe he's the first uh, goalie in the playoffs to do that, uh, to actually um, uh, win the game, record two assists, and actually get a penalty as well since Tom Barrasso, of the Pittsburgh Penguins back in 1993. So uh, it's just Durkin, he's the backbone of this team. To me, if they're going to win tonight, it's going to come down to him when all is said and done. Clearly, the the Rangers have the goaltending advantage in this series. We saw what happened. You know, Rontas played well for Carolina, but he wound up getting pulled uh, by Rod Brindamore in game six after he gave up three goals, after he gave up that third goal, the first of the two that Philip would score. Uh, in game six so it comes down to another game seven this time on the road all time the Rangers including a game seven the game seven win against Pittsburgh in the first round they played 16 seventh games this will be their seventh 17th seventh game in the history of the franchise they've won 10 they've lost six they're eight and one at the garden in game sevens they're only two and five on the road in game sevens their most recent Game 7 win on the road, 2014, when they beat Pittsburgh uh, in the uh, uh, second round of the playoffs on their way to eventually losing in the cup finals to the L.A. Kings. Think about this, too, with the Rangers. The Rangers are now 4-0 in elimination games so far this year. Remember, they faced elimination three times. They were down three games to one to the Penguins. Trailed in all three of those games, Game 5, 6, and 7. Came back to win that series in seven games. They faced elimination on Sunday night down 3-2 to at the Garden in game six against Carolina, came back to win that. So the Rangers are 4-0 and so far this year in elimination games. And think about this if you're a Ranger fan. Maybe this makes you feel good. Maybe it doesn't. Since Chris Kreider came on the scene in the playoffs in 2012, okay, so that's 10 years ago now. The Rangers have played 25 elimination games. Think about this in the playoffs. 25 elimination games in the playoffs since Kreider arrived 10 years ago. They've won 19 of the 25. So maybe that makes you feel good. I don't know. Obviously, they haven't won a cup in that span. It's 28 years since 1994. That's becoming a long time ago now. But that has to make you feel pretty good about the Rangers' chances tonight. And I I say it is, too. And I say this, and look, the Rangers look like a different team in Carolina than they have at the Garden. But I'll tell you this, you know, sometimes, you know, the law of averages, Carolina's due to lose at home. I mean, let's be honest. As good as they have played at home, the Carolina Hurricane are due to lose at home. And we can only hope that tonight is going to be tonight. Sitting there in the next round in the conference finals, the big, bad, two-time Stanley Cup defending champion. How much can't you stand them? Tampa Bay Lightning, John Cooper, our old buddy Ryan McDonough, Victor Hedman, uh, Nikita Kucherov, all of them, they're all sitting there waiting to try to win their third consecutive Stanley Cup after they swept away the President's Trophy winning so much for that Florida Panthers. But we'll see tonight. The big guys got to come up big for the Rangers tonight. They really do. You know, Chris Quieter has had a very, very quiet series. It's time for him to step up and have a big night tonight. Mika, the, Mika Zibanejad has played great. I believe it's four straight games that he's had a goal. He had a power play goal in, in game six. Rangers were two for five on the power play in game six. They also did a tremendous job killing penalties. I thought one of the, you, the biggest point in game six, the Rangers had that 4-2 lead. Uh, they had taken actually a 4-1 lead after Philip Hiedel got his second of the two goals he would score. But a couple minutes later, the uh, hurricane came back. They scored. They made it 4-2. And then about 10 seconds later, Chris Kreider took a terrible penalty. The Rangers were able to kill that off. Not too soon after that, Shesterkin took a penalty. The Rangers were able to kill that off. I thought that really might have been the difference in the game in game six was the uh, Uh, the uh, power play and the penalty kill for the Rangers. Two out of five on the power play. They've scored five power play goals in this series now, and they were uh, perfect. All for 3 was Carolina on their power play, and that was, you know, one of the big differences in game six. But the Rangers have to come out aggressive. You know, they cannot get into the penalty box here. They got to stay out of the penalty box tonight. There's no question about that. They cannot take any dumb penalties. That, that they cannot do. That they cannot do. And if they do get, you know, power plays, they have to capitalize. They have to put the puck in the net uh, if they have the opportunity on the power play. And they have to avoid, and this has been a big problem in this series, they have to avoid the long, long stretches of play in front of uh by Carolina. I mean, we have seen that too much, too much of Carolina controlling the puck, in front of Shostarkin, and putting a lot of pressure on him. The Rangers unable to get out of the zone. How many? How often have we seen that? You know, so that's been a big deal in this series. The Rangers have to win faceoffs. They haven't been great doing that. They've never really been great at that, but they have to be, you know, have to be good at that, especially face-offs in the attacking zone. You know, especially how many times have we seen a, the Rangers get a power play, immediately lose the face-off, the puck gets cleared down to the other end of the ice, and the Rangers have to start the power play from all the way back behind their own goal. We've seen that, you know, so many times uh, in this series. We've really seen it over and over and over again. And the Rangers have to shoot the puck when they get the opportunity. You know, sometimes there's just too much passing on the perimeter. They have to get the pucks to the net. But we need to see the big guys come up tonight. We need Crowder tonight. We need Zabanejad. We need Panarin. Panarin, got, you know, finally got off the snide in game six. Got that big power play goal to seal the win and make it 5-2. to two. Probably played his best all-around game of the series so far in game six. Got to get the continued production out of the kid line, which has been great. Philip Hiedel, I mentioned, the two goals in game six. Hedl, Lafreniere, and Capo Caco have to continue to play with the energy and what they've given, you know, what they've done so far, really throughout these first two rounds of the playoffs. It was good to see Barkley Goudreau back. He was a big factor in this game, started right away, kind of a surprise. Gallant uh, said nothing about Goudreau coming back. He came back. He certainly adds something uh, to this team. Remember, he won, he was with Tampa the last two years when they won the Cup. He gives you that experience about winning, you know, these kind of games. But the Rangers have been a very resilient team, and why not? You know, we talked about it before these playoffs started, with the kind of regular season the Rangers had. Why, why can't this team win the Stanley Cup right now? We know the future is very bright for this team. There's no question about it. All the young guys they have, uh, Shostakin in that he's only 26, no doubt, no question. But why not? Why not this team? And why not right now? Game seven tonight in Carolina, eight o'clock. It's on ESPN. Uh, it is much, must-see TV. You know, strap in, get the seatbelts out, strap yourself in, you know, do what you got to do to, uh, you know, uh, uh, keep yourself sedated or whatever you need to do. But uh, game seven tonight, and I, I, you know what? I got to tell you, I feel pretty good about it. I mean, the Rangers, obviously, the underdog. As we mentioned, Carolina has not lost a game in, at home in the playoffs. So, you know, Rangers uh, have been great at home. They've won their last six, the only loss at home was the uh, first game of the Pittsburgh series, that triple overtime extravaganza disaster when they got hosed, when they took that goal away from Caco and all of that. That's the only game they've lost at home. But the Rangers now, game seven tonight, and I'm going to say it again. I, I, I really believe this. I really believe it. Carolina is due to lose at home. They are due to lose at home. Let's go, Rangers. Let's think Wednesday night at the Garden, Game 1 of the Eastern Conference Finals between the hated two-time defending champions, Tampa Bay Lightning and the Rangers. How about that? Let's think Wednesday night, Game 1 at the Garden. Get it done tonight in Game 7 against Carolina. By the time you hear this, this game's going to be going on already. But nevertheless, get ready, Ranger fans. Let's go, Rangers Game one, I'm, I'm going to continue to say, it. game one, Wednesday night, Rangers lightning in the Eastern Conference Finals after they win game seven tonight in Carolina. All right, let's get some of our sponsors in here. You know the deal, the Hackensack Brewing Company. What can I say? We're going to be doing a live podcast on a monthly basis there. My good buddy, Mike Jones, played golf with him and Ari from Anita Thiel last week. It was a great day. You know the deal on on the Hackensack Brewing Company. they at located 10 minutes off the George Washington Bridge, less than 30 seconds off Route 4 in Hackensack. Always 12 beers on tap. They got the beer garden. They're really, really making this place into a, a, a big-time place. There's no doubt about it. The tap room's open from 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10 Saturday, 12 to 8 on Sunday. Check it out. 78 Johnson Avenue, Hackensack, right behind the tombstones. No tombstones for me. Hopefully we'll have a tombstone for the Carolina hurricane after tonight as they will rest in peace. We can only hope that's the case, but go check it out. 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack. Tell them Beningo sent you, go see Mike Jones, go see Herb, go see TJ, go see Andre, everybody over there at the uh, stellar Hackensack Brewing Company. And of course, Beach Camera, my buddy Isaac from Beach Camera. We all know him. Uh, what a great place it is. They're in business now for over 30 years. They offer all the top brands, LG, Samsung, Sony. Give Isaac a call. Beach Camera, 732-993-6385. Stop in, 80 car to drive, Edison, New Jersey. Let him save you some money. Uh, use the code B for 15 bucks off your order of $100 or more at beachcamera.com. All right. As I mentioned, Game 7 last night. If you're following the NBA playoffs, the Heat losing to the Celtics in Miami, 196. Game 7. The Celtics move on to the uh, NBA Finals for the first time since 2010 when they were got they lost in seven uh, to Kobe Bryant and the Lakers back then. Remember the last time they won an NBA title, 2008, when they beat the Lakers in six that year? And, of course, that was the team with Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen and Paul Pierce and all those guys on that team. So they will try to do that now as they play the Golden State Warriors, who are back again in the NBA Finals. And they will try to win what, is, what it will be. would be the fourth championship uh, for the uh, Warriors since, what, 2015, 2014, I guess, right? 2015. So it will be the fourth championship for them since 2015. I think the sixth time in the finals since then. They are back again after a couple of years, uh, a hiatus. You know, if you're Kevin, Dur- I, I got to say this, too. And it's a very sexy finals, the Celtics and the Warriors. You know, the Warriors are kind of like what, what the Lakers were in the 80s now, you know? Like the Warriors of the 2000s are kind of like what the Lakers were in the 80s. But if you're Kevin Durant and you're sitting there now in Brooklyn and wherever the hell you're living now, maybe you're on some island, that's probably where you are right now, probably hanging out in the in the Bahamas or somewhere or wherever you are, okay? Hawaii. What are you thinking right now? Are you happy that you made the move to the Brooklyn Nets? Seriously. As you watch the Warriors now uh, go on for, to, to try to win yet another championship without you? Seems like they haven't missed you too much, have they, Kevin? And, Kevin, how, how have things gone in Brooklyn for you? Oh, let's see. One playoff win, one series win in what, three years, four years, is it now? Oh, you got swept in the first round of the playoffs this year. Very unceremoniously, did you not? By the Celtics. Oh. Yeah, I wonder what Kevin Durant's thinking right now. But he's probably counting his money, you know, probably getting ready to buy a small country, whatever it is. And uh, and you know maybe see if you can get Steve Nash fired now, which actually would be a good thing, because the Nets would be a lot better off if they actually had a real head coach on the sideline, instead of this uh, absolute disaster. But Nash is. But that's what happens when you know uh, your superstar player is the is the head coach, GM, and basically the owner of the team. And that's pretty much what it is right now with Durant. I wonder how he feels as he gets ready to watch his old buddies Steph Curry and Draymond Green and Klay Thompson and all those guys try to win yet another NBA title. And how crazy, how crazy has that play, was that playoff series with the Celtics and the Heat? I mean, really, very, very weird. You know, they split the, Miami had obviously had the home court advantage. They split the first four games of the series and then crazy things happen, right? Game five in Miami, the Celtics win game five in Miami. The Heat come back and win game six in Boston, And then the Celtics come back and win game seven on the road in Miami. Very, very weird dynamic there in that Eastern Conference final. But a very, very sexy uh, NBA final now between the Celtics. And I don't have the same, you know, hatred for the Celtics I had over all the years. It's just not the same. You know, Bill Russell's not there. Red Auerbach's not around anymore. There's no Hondo Havlicek or Sam Jones or Tommy Heinsohn. You know, there's no Dave Cowens. There's no JoJo White. You know, none of those guys are around anymore. You know, Paul Silas, Don Chaney, you know, you just don't have the same, you know, Larry Bird's not there. McHale's not there. Danny Ainge is gone. Robert Parrish. You just don't have the same, you know, disgust that you had for the Celtics in all all those years. So who knows? I don't really care who wins this. Does it matter? It probably doesn't. I wouldn't bet against Boston, though. They've showed a lot of resilience uh, but uh, it'll be interesting. Golden State obviously will be the favorite here with the home court advantage. That gets started on uh, Thursday night in Golden State. All right, Joe Beningo. We'll get to the uh, baseball here in a minute. The uh, on Memorial Day here, uh, 2020. By the way, how about 2020? How, uh, God forbid, 2022. Let me get let me get this right. By the way, before I get to a couple more of my uh, my sponsors here, how about this? You know. I'm in this stupid golf pool, okay? My buddy Tommy Keeney got me into this PGA golf pool a couple of years ago, all right? And I have steadily gone downhill in this pool. I mean, last week I had Scotty Scheffler in the PGA. He doesn't even make the freaking cut, right? Of course, why not? Only the top golfer in the world. When Beringo has him, he decides he's going to crap out and not even make it to the weekend. Fine. So yesterday, this past weekend, we had the uh, – uh, the Charles Schwab in uh, Fort Worth, Texas, and, uh, Charles Schwab challenge, whatever they call the tournament. So I picked Sam Burns, right? Just for the hell of it, Sam Burns. And he's really, he makes the cut. He was one over. He made the cut. He's really nowhere to be found. Scotty Scheffler's leading the tournament for the most part. Looks like he's on his way, uh, to win it again. Of course, in a week, I don't have him. And how about this? You know, every now and then, the blind squirrel finds the occasional acorn, right? Like every now and then, you get lucky. You know, you're walking down the street and there's a there's a dollar bill on the ground. You pick it up, right? You know, it's usually not a 100, but, you know, it's a buck. Eh, look, I found a dollar. Eh, I found a dime. Well, that's what happened this weekend because somehow, someway, Sam Burns shoots five on the par in the final round uh, yesterday at the Charles Schwab. All these other guys are tied for the lead, you know, and they're all just dropping like flies. Uh, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, Todd. I forget his first name. Was it Brendan Todd? Whatever his name is. Brendan Todd. You know, Scheffler, Harold Varner. What happened to Harold Varner? Did you see Harold Varner? He was 10 on the par. All of a sudden, the guy misses a little four-foot par putt. He winds up four-putting. Next thing you know, the guy from goes from 10 on the par with five holes to go to basically even par, just freaking collapses. Everybody's coming back to the pack. Sam Burns is sitting in the clubhouse just waiting. Jim Nance is going, hey, maybe Sam Burns better not be going anywhere with the way all these guys are dropping like flies. Next thing you know, Burns is in a playoff with Scheffler. What? You got to be kidding. They're both nine under par. I'm delirious at this point. Is it possible that I can actually – Win one of these stupid weekly tournament things? Is it possible? The first hole of the play, 18th hole, the first playoff hole, Burns hits this crazy about 45-foot putt that basically wins the tournament. Now, Scheffler has a similar putt going the other way from about 30 feet out that he needs to make to keep the playoff going. He doesn't make it. Burns makes the putt, and Beningo actually has a weekly winner for the first time in two years. So I want to thank Sam Burns. Thank you, Sam. Tommy Keenan. I actually got a winner this time. JJ Beningo actually caught one. You know, like I said, every now and then, <laughs> you know, you're throwing up shit at the wall and you might hit one. That's the way it goes. So I hit one yesterday. I want to thank Sam Burns for, for that. All right. KZ Sports Marketing. Let me get my... We're running out of time. I got to get everybody in here. My good friend, Kenny Zor. You know, Kenny, Kenny's been doing a great job. We got us Tony Richardson last week. He's gotten us guys like Eric McMillan and Wesley Walker, different guys we've had on Bruce Harper on the podcast. He's the best. He helps me book all these guys on the Oda Pain podcast. If you're looking to secure your favorite athlete or celebrity for any event, could be a charity function, corporate golf outing, in-store autograph appearance, give Kenny a a call, KZ Sports Marketing. Uh, you can text him directly or call him on his cell phone, 516-996-7616, 516-996-7616. Simply visit marketing.com Tell Kenny that I sent you. The guy's one of the busiest, hardest-working guys I know. And also the sidebar uh, in Hackensack, New Jersey. Go check it out. It's at 45 Main Street in the shadow of the Rotunda of the courthouse building in Hackensack, not one of my favorite places. All I think about all the money I lost when I got divorced from that courthouse. But nevertheless, go see Chef Danny. Does a tremendous job there. You can get a lamb burger. Great little place. Speakeasy type feel. 45 Main Street in Hackensack. Go check him out. Tell him Beningo sent you to the sidebar in Hackensack. All right, the baseball over the weekend. How about the Mets? If you're a Mets fan, you are going. You flying high. 32 and 17 on the year. They come off their first sweep of the year as they swept the Philadelphia Phillies. They beaten Phillies, the crappy Phillies. How bad are they? 10 out of 13 so far this year. Come from behind last night. They're down four to three after Nick Castellanos hits a three-run home run over the absolutely abysmal Adam Artavino. He stinks. And that's the one thing that you got to be concerned about if you're a Met fan. You got to be worried about this bullpen because God knows I am. And even Diaz still scares the hell out of me. But, Adrino gives up that three-run bomb to to uh, Castellanos after uh, you know Bassett had pitched a solid six innings against their old buddy Zach Wheeler. What a mistake that was! If if the Wilpon, if Steve Cohen had owned the team when Zach Wheeler was a free agent, he'd still be on the Mets, and he should be. They should have never let Wheeler go. Never, 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 never. But that's you know water under the bridge or whatever they call it right now. Anyway, Mets down four to three. This guy, Nick Plummer, who they called up from the minor leagues because of the injury to Travis Jankowski, who uh, broke his wrist or whatever. He's going to be out six to eight weeks. Nick Plummer hits a game-tying bottom of the ninth home run to send the game into extra innings, and eventually Eduardo Escobar uh, with a double down the right field line to send in the ghost runner, and the Mets win it five to four in extra innings. Unfreaking believable. This team is never out of a game. This team has something. They got the it factor. Lindor is starting to hit now. Alonzo's having an MB, MVP type year. Uh, they're getting contributions all over the place. They really, really are. McNeil's back to being a, a Tony Gwynn type hitter. He's hitting like 325, 330, whatever he is. He hit that three run bomb of a home run on, uh, on what was it, Saturday night? Uh, in that eight to two win over the Phillies, boy, things are rolling right now for the Mets. Thirty-two and seventeen. Buck Showalter, he's to me the MVP of the team. Is Buck Showalter? He has done a phenomenal job with this team. We'll see what happens if she, when Scherzer comes back, if the Grom ever comes back. I know he said he's feeling good. Wake me up when he's pitching for the team again. Oh, did he opt out again? Oh, well, that's for another another day. But you got to be thrilled if you're a Met fan. I am thrilled right now. They got a three-game series starting tonight against the Nationals at home, and then they go on a huge West Coast trip where they play the uh, Red Hot LA California Angels, our buddy Noah Syndergaard, Mike Trout, Otani and all those guys who actually are playing – I believe they're playing the Yankees now, right? And they, I don't believe they're coming – I believe the Angels come to a Yankee stadium to play the Yankees, and then the Mets go out there to play them. They play the Dodgers as well out there. It's not going to be an easy road trip, but right now you got to be thrilled if you're a Met fan. Things are rolling. Thirty-two and seventeen. First sweep of the year. The Phillies stink. They've taken care of them. The Mets got an eight and a half game lead in their division. The Mets right now have a the biggest lead they've ever had in the division uh, by Memorial Day in the history of the franchise since 1962. Even a bigger lead than the than the hallowed '86 championship team had by Memorial Day. That team only had a six game lead in their division. This team has an eight and a half game lead in their division. It is a good time to be a Met fan. It is a good time to be a New York sports fan. The Yankees rolling. They split four games with Tampa this weekend. Still, the Yankee pitching has been great. Haven't been scoring. You know, injuries to Giancarlo, injuries to Josh Donaldson. But uh, I wouldn't be too concerned. Yankees now come home. They're off today. How are they off Memorial Day? How the hell is anybody, you know, baseball should never have off days on a holiday. Memorial Day. 4th of July and Labor Day should all be days when you're playing. Everybody's playing baseball, but the Yankees don't play today. They got the Angels coming up in a three-game series. Real quick, I want to get to Anita Tire. want to thank Ari, Johnny over there at Anita Tire. A great job they're doing. We're going to be doing uh, probably the end of the month. We're going to be doing a special live podcast from Anita Tire, from the Tires. Go see Ari. Go see Johnny. Rivervale Avenue uh, excuse me Westwood Avenue Rivervale New Jersey all your car service needs all your tire needs see Ari see Johnny my son and they'll take care of you at uh, Anita Tire and uh, last but not least the great Blue Hill golf course I'll be there tomorrow got a big date there with my buddy Joe Jed and and, uh, Tommy Keenan of course my wonderful wife Terry who's feeling a lot better got a big day there tomorrow we'll be playing Uh, Let's see if I can try to get out somewhere today for a few holes. We'll see how that plays out. But nevertheless, we'll be at Blue Hill tomorrow. Uh, Pearl River, check it out. Three nines, tremendous, 27 wonderful holes. The best pro shop this side of the PGA store. Go check it out. Big Mike, uh, uh, TJ, uh, AJ, not TJ. Big Mike, AJ, and Chase. Go see them all. Tell them Benigno sent you. I'll be there tomorrow. The great Blue Hill golf course. Everybody have a great week. Happy Memorial Day. Remember why we're celebrating this day. And I'll leave you with this. Let's go Rangers. Remember this, Ranger fans. We'll be talking about game one of the conference finals coming up this Wednesday against Tampa.